It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Duke of Pipso studios at 33 Roast Meat Hill Road in Celebration, Florida. I'm Martin. This is Matt. Now, let's reach into our joke pouch. All right, Martin, I got one for you. Why does a chicken coop have two doors? I don't know. Why does a chicken coop have two doors? Because if it was, if it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. <laughs> yep. I get it. It's good. Nice. It's good. So um, last night I was watching the Cubs, Chicago Cubs play the Detroit Tigers on TV. And I was thinking about, you know, Harry Carey, the famous baseball announcer uh he used to do a funny thing where he would say the players names backwards and i was like wow the the cubs have a lot of players where if you say their names backwards it's sort of pretty funny yeah um like you know their pitcher kyle Hendricks. if you say his name backwards it's eilick xylophone wow yeah um the Tigers have a player named Nico Goodrum. Right. And if you say his name backwards, it's Oaken Dog Murderer. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know, my favorite uh, Cubs player, old Javi Baez, um, if you say his name backwards, it's Yvage Zebra. Wow. That's amazing. And I know. F- and funny, too. Yeah, just as like a one of those funny life things. Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. great. Um well another great uh set of jokes to get us started. Um thanks for um for that one, Martin. But um I think we need to start talking about uh our topic of the day, which was Malort. Now, um those of you that have been to Chicago, I guess, in the last few years and maybe have been to a tavern or two, will know of Malort as a liqueur, uh, which we can get into the details of. Um, And it's got the Chicago flag on the bottle, and it's this old Swedish recipe, and or whatever, Scandinavian. And um, it's not from around here. Yeah. And so it's a rite of passage for you as a, you know, Chicagoan and somebody that uh, goes out, you know, to a bar every so often, you know, to kind of bond over, you know, the the city's official liquor. And it it tastes terrible. I've never had it. Uh, It tastes terrible, um, evidently. But um, I think what we're interested in is the fact that actually neither of us have had this uh, nor had we ever heard of it until a couple of years ago. Um, so just from the Malort website, which has a old white guy on it who looks Swedish, um, and they say, for many Chicagoans, Malort is the drink that has defined the Chicago bar experience. And I think it's safe to say I've been to a couple bars. I know Matt has as well. And I think, I guess what we're claiming here is that it has never 
defined our Chicago bar experience. No, that is some that is something that someone just made up. Um, and you know, we've been noticing, you know, just that these bottles are suddenly ubiquitous, and um, we're just kind of fascinated by the fact that someone decided to try and pull this off to make us all uh, actually believe that this this is a thing when it isn't. I've never heard anyone else ever talk about it in my life. I'm 46. Um, this can't be... It, do you know of any other brands that would ever try to pull this off other than the Trump brand? Well, that's a, a great example. Um, I think this is a classic example of, you know, what we might call revisionist history for brand building and maybe one of the best. Um, going to throw some numbers at you. This is from NPR. So, you know, take that with a grain of sand. I will. As they say. Um in 2011, they sold 23,500 bottles of Malort. Now, you know, how many bars do you think there are in Chicago? Um, 23 million. So that's each bar then bought one-tenth of a bottle. Right. Um, their annual revenue was a whopping $170,000. Mm-hmm. Um. That is clearly not, as they say, the drink that has defined the Chicago bar experience. True. Um, even their their website has a, this is not a real newspaper, I don't think. It's called the Malort Times. <laughs> okay. If you go just to jepsonsmalort.com backslash history, um, and then the Malort is in black and red it's sort of like a you know a satanic type thing which is weird and then it says look at the history of a chicago icon weeding out the week since 1933 Mm. now again i don't think you can really you know define the chicago bar experience as weeding out the week no um I guess, you know, like it'd be to me, it'd be kind of like I started saying that, you know, anybody who's ever lived in Chicago and likes pizza um, only likes uh, pineapple and ham pizza. And anybody, you know, and then I have the the pizza tribune on my website that, you know, talks about you know, how that's the pizza that the, you know, people that built Chicago that, you know, the only, because all the, the, you know, hog butcher to the world, they used ham and then, you know, pineapples were brought by Chief Black Hawk and all this stuff. And pineapples weren't even invented back then. Well, see, see, you're, so, but, but, you know, you, you would catch that, but, you know, how many other people would? And um, so, you know. Maybe we can do some research, but I, the more I hear about Malort, the less that I have any intention of ever trying it. Because first of all, they tell you that it tastes terrible. 
like that's I guess maybe that goes even a, a level beyond. Well, so does pineapple and ham pizza, but it's like the people that are like, "This tastes terrible. Do you want to try?" Yeah. No. No, I don't. Yeah. You said it's bad. Why would I want it? Yeah. If you're like, "This is great and it makes you eight inches taller," maybe I'll try it. But no, thank you. Yeah. Now, I do have to chime in here, and then we got to move on. But um, a true confession. I have tried Malort. Okay. Um, it was within the past four years. Okay. It was after I'd been to a couple bars in Chicago and never even heard of it. And my experience with it is that it's bad. I would never order it. And I sort of feel ashamed that it's even identified with Chicago. Chicagoans who like it, you've been tricked. Well, and also, Martin... As bad as that experience was, at least you can still say that, you know, you came of age in the last four years as a Chicagoan and a drinker. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so let's move on. We're going to go on to hurrahs and huzzahs. Uh, Matt, I think you have a hurrah that you want to send out. I'm, my hurrah this week goes out to the Chicago White Sox first baseman, Jose Abreu. Uh the uh, White Sox played the Cubs, uh, which, you know, we can go into what kind of rivalry that actually is. But the games do count. Uh, you know, it does. Uh, you know, it's fun for me and Martin because, you know, we like each team respectively. And Jose Abreu in three games against the Cubs hit six home runs. So. If you're trying to, uh, you know, establish your bona fides uh, as a baseball fan, you can't really do any better than saying a guy on your team hits at least one home run per game against the rival, and in this case, two. And I believe at one point he had four home runs in a row. Yeah, (laughs) he did. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, So my huzzah... You might not know him by his uh, official name, Mike Lindell. He's an American inventor, businessman, and entrepreneur, Mm. according to Wikipedia. Um, But you might know him more as the MyPillow guy. Um, Little background on him. He's been married a couple times. Uh, He has lost a lawsuit to, sorry, settled a lawsuit to California for $1 million about the false claims where his pillow helps people with medical conditions. Um, he also received a rating of F from the Better Business Bureau uh, because of his buy one, get one free. That was really not that. Um, but more recently, you might have seen him at various Trump rallies. Um, and he is a big proponent of oleandrin which i think is like oleander it's probably what like karen uses in our herbal extract infuser mm. um but it's a cure for covid19 wow according to the my pillow guy yeah um his company that he invests in phoenix biotechnology produces it oh so well that's probably so how he knows yeah now there is no scientific proof that it's effective in any way um, 
Well, but, so what? I mean, you know, if it's a cure, it. what do you have to lose? Your life? Uh-huh. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he might say, just spend the time to read the Bible and hang out with your families. Um, and good news for any of our fans in Minnesota, he might be running for the governor's office up there. So make sure you do not vote for him. Awesome. Yes. All right. Well, thanks. We'll we'll catch you next time. See you later, everybody.